and welcome to Lost in the Lyrics, the podcast where we discuss song lyrics and completely overanalyze them. I'm Elliot. And I'm Claire. And today we are going to get lost in the lyrics of In Like a Lion, Always Winter by Reliant K. Be sure to stay tuned afterwards for Elliot to talk about flags and for updates on my knitting projects. <clears throat> well, we have been talking a little bit for a while, so yeah. we don't need to talk about us. Yes. The, the, the folks don't need to know. <laughs> Nobody we will remain well, mysteries. I don't think anybody is listening, but that's fine. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see. I I don't know really. It's hard to well, tell. Well, we probably at this point. won't see. To I be mean, t- t- I just I just mean that like t- like it's not it's not a, it's it's not bad. I mean, if if people are listening, that's great. But also, it's not exactly like we make regular content. We try to post at least once a month. Well, yeah, once but we a didn't month. last. We didn't last month, and we didn't say anything about it. <laughs> that's true. We're bad at saying stuff, but we did post last month. We did month we didn't post in october yeah i don't remember I'm did pretty we sure post we last month did we i don't I know think- see see i don't even know because i don't even listen to this podcast <laughs> <laughs> that's true i don't either <laughs> anyway how is it going uh i already know you're a little you said yeah you're, you're busy. i'm back from uh break from not break I'm on I'm on break. I'm back from my fall semester. Um it it went well. Um next semester <clears throat> I am going to be in France and I will not be like live. I mean, you can't be these podcasts aren't live, but like the re- episodes that we record for the next while will probably be pre-recorded, pre-recorded like not really giving updates, but that that's that's a conversation for another time. Oh yeah, were we? I don't know if we were planning. We yeah, I don't know if I don't know if we're gonna do a January episode and then, then I yeah I I don't know what the schedule is gonna look like about that. But. We could we could record a bunch of episodes from the timeless void. Yes, that, I mean I could- we're we are definitely gonna record episodes from the timeless void and release them, but um I don't know what the timeline of the release of said uh void episodes will be yeah well that that, it'll be good it'll be good uh the weather i will say how's it been it's been it's been it's raining uh it's chilly i know this too because i walked in the rain after spilling stuff on myself which i already told you about um so it was just yeah you don't need to get into it the folks listening don't don't necessarily need to know if you don't want them to know i I don't know if I want them to know or not, but yeah, apparently I did a little bit because I told them. Anyway, uh, I walked in the rain earlier today. It was cold and unpleasant, but at least I was wearing a hat, so it didn't get on my glasses. Um, I do like the rain ordinarily. I prefer it when it's not, um, you know, below 40. I don't actually, I don't know if it's below 40, but it kind of felt like it was. And I, and there was definitely a shift because the sun like, fully went away for the night while I was out doing things outside. Um, we also can say the sun set. We, we could. Anyway, uh, it was it was rainy. It was dry earlier today, though, and yesterday was rainy. Uh, you know, about a week, within the last week, there's been some interesting, like, 
there's been some interesting changes. It's been some days where it's just pretty dry, and then there was one day where it was like super stormy and windy, and the tree branch there was a tree branch that knocked out a power or like maybe a, a cell line or something mm-hmm. cellular stuff. Anyway, interesting weather. It's pretty typical though at least it's pretty typical for here um at some point or another we might get some snow but i don't think it will stick if we do so yeah the ground's pretty wet tends to be how it is out here um in portland we're back in portland i'm also in portland i guess i didn't say that but yeah yeah we're back (laughs) um would you like to hear a bad joke by jeff sure i would I just found out Canada isn't real. Turns it all it turns out it was all maple leaf. Hmm. I mean, I'm smiling, but mm-hmm. I feel like you kind of stumbled on the delivery and I got kind of taken out of yeah. it a little bit. Yeah. I I didn't read that last line very well. Would you would you like to try saying it again? Sure. I just found out Canada isn't real. Turns out it was all maple leaf. See that was better. Mm-hmm. Although, yeah, it, it's not as funny the second time. I, 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 I think that's okay. I yeah. like that. I like Canada. I like how it the the pun doesn't quite work. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a little bit, it's a little off. Yeah, and it's off enough that it takes you a second to be like. Oh, that's that's what they're saying. I'm trying to anyway. think if I know any other jokes, but I don't. Okay, would you like to start talking about how we know the song? Did you, did you hear? Yeah. Did you know the song? I did not know the song until today, um, and then I listened to it, and I said that is interesting. We could do something with that, and then now we are. I feel like you have so much indifference for the songs that I choose. (laughs) I think... It's okay I think I just don't listen to music enough. I I mean, I think that's really what it comes down to, is I don't listen to music enough. You know, we could always do an episode or two where we do something, where we analyze something that you do engage with, like a paragraph from a book or a poem or something. Uh, But then I would have to find that. That's too much work. I listen to more audiobooks than read books. Okay, and y- I'm just putting it out so, there. It's so hard to find quotes from audiobooks. Well, you know, I'm open to <laughs> having other episodes where we analyze other things. Uh, I think we should just stick with the, the songs for now. Um, even though you don't engage with songs, really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just... You know, I I think we've 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 come this far. We've got to stick with it until the That's end. That's fine. I, and then I, I mean, we do have we have some loose plans to to shift focus. Right. I mean, like I have so, so. Yeah, it, a while out. We've got some vague things, but I I will say I'd be totally open to doing some kind of book passage, but I don't really engage with books, so mm-hmm. that would be on you to plan. Yeah. Also, the thing with the thing with book a book passage is that a it would feel like the jouncing the branch situation, <laughs> and if you wait, know what anal- I mean by wait, the jouncing the branch situation, we should analyze situation. that. 
we should analyze that. That's like our roots, and then, <laughs> dude. That's like that's like our that's our heritage. That's it's our, our roots and literary... our limbs. It's the whole tree. <laughs> yes. Um, yes, and then we would have to send it to teachers. Um, <laughs> that would be hilarious. Um, that's maybe like... th- maybe that's what we should do for our anniversary episode. Is is analyze the wait do we have to record our anniversary episode way in advance yeah uh okay well i i just think we should i think we should revisit that i think we should revisit section select select quotes from a separate piece (laughs) we could have a whole episode that's just like it's called it's called Select Quotes from a Separate Piece, and it's just various quotes that when we first read it when we were 14 or and 15, yeah, we didn't, we we might not have thought, hmm, so-and-so might like so-and-so. Yes, <laughs> and I'm then, sure we never <laughs> thought that at all. I mean, well, t- to be honest, I didn't. Like, I was not aware until I was sitting in that English classroom and Mads was sitting next to me. Yeah, and <laughs> I was gonna then, say it was probably Mads. <laughs> yeah, it was. And then, and then, when our English teacher very nicely pointed out to everyone, "Hey, you know what? That's not a thing." <laughs> it was more of a we're not gonna talk about that. That then that's not a thing. I think. But or that's like, what I. I our understood. English teacher told us that it was. Well, I mean, this is true that it was like homophobic to. Yeah, that, uh, that to, part uh, was, to, was to to imply that men cannot be close to each other without it being gay, but which is homophobic. That is that is homophobic, mm. but that is not what we were implying. But also, <laughs> I mean, Gene, like the evidence, <laughs> the evidence was not. Oh, look, two close male friends; they must be in love. The evidence was. Might I point you to this paragraph where Gene talks about how much he appreciates so and so's butt? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so okay, I don't um, know. Okay, sorry. Anyway, um, uh, I like this song. We should, we should probably talk about your impression of the song. Yes, yeah. I like this song. It's a nice song. I um, <clears throat> uh, Reliant K is a band I really like. I got into the, their music in high school, and I found this. At some point, while I was interested, it's also maybe on their Christmas album, which is a great Christmas al- Christmas it is album. On their Christmas album. It's a good Christmas album. I like it. I also like the title of that Christmas album, that, which is "Let It Snow, Baby, Let It Rain, Dear," mm-hmm. which is just yeah. a fun name. But anyway, um, they um, they actually wrote this song as to apply to I think to like apply. To get it into the Narnia movies? Question mark. I think it was written for the Narnia movies. And then it was not in the Narnia movies. Not to let that like sway what you think of it or anything. Um, <laughs> but I think it was written for the Narnia movies. Also, I have not read... Well, no. I have not really engaged with Narnia for a really long time. And the last that I did... Uh, somebody, one of my friends, I just like read chapters aloud to me because we were like doing an exchange of reading chapters to each other. That's kind of fun, by the way. If you want to do that, let me know. Um, and I was sort of 
bored, but it wasn't that bad. And then I also remember that as a child, I was very scared of the Narnia movies. That is all. I will admit that I was half listening to you because I was looking at the Goodreads page for a separate piece. <laughs> that's that's okay. That's okay. I mean, maybe a separate piece can be the new lame is. <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna see if they had um a like uh quotation section of it where we could just like read those quotes, but they I mean it, I don't don't see worry. I have quotes prepared. That's I, true. I could look through my own page. I was and I also should say that I was rereading a severed piece in the last year or two, and I noted certain passages. But I will, I will say as well to that that I think twenty twenty two can be our year of a separate piece. Mm-hmm. Especially since half the episodes that we have in twenty twenty two will be recorded at the same time, so it can just <laughs> yes. be a, people will be like, "Oh my gosh!" Yes. Oh, also, like, also with that. Um, a separate piece is really thematically reflective of the way that we are now, kind of separated yes, and isolated. <laughs> yeah, isolated <laughs> from the war, from the. I mean, mm-hmm. from the. I mean, to be fair, it's like actually kind of different because it's not like we're separated and like unified. We're just like separated. Oh no! Am I am I leper who goes to Europe and then comes back with PTSD? Oh no! Oh no! I think I think that you'll be fine. Yeah, I hope so too. I I mean you're not gonna be in you're not gonna be like I'm not gonna be in a war. I'm not gonna be skiing in a war. Yeah. Or whatever. You should be saying. good. You should be good. Yeah. But that was tragic leper. Also, that was tragic that that happened to leper from training camp. That's true. <laughs> I I mean, I, I have mean, to say I am a little bit fuzzy on the details, but not as much as I would be on any other book that I read seven years ago i mean it's not like yeah i i just feel bad for him for because of that like it must have been really brutal for him especially because you know like it i'm definitely i don't think that i there's any reason that that couldn't really mess him up um and like all the ideas about war like he doesn't need to be in the war zone to 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 be Mm -hmm. traumatized but i do think it's interesting and i wonder if it's a point i actually wonder is it a point of comedy in the book i mean no we can no, I don't. I don't right think now. there's any comedy in that book. I well, it doesn't. Well, I feel like I mean, there's, there are a couple lighter moments. Yeah, there are lighter moments, but I don't think they're necessarily comedic. It's interesting when I think back at that. I just thought about how much, like, how much we goofed off talking about, like, goofed around talking about it. But at the same time, and like, I remember, like, like people would just like leave their books everywhere and like toss them and throw them at the wall and be frustrated because we all didn't really want to do it but also how much that that a separate piece kind of became this like canon of yeah. of like fandom in the classroom yeah. almost it's like this camaraderie that like bonded us all for life right and and the thing too it's interesting like when you read reviews and stuff it's always like a separate piece is this like sinister dark coming of age about jealousy and friendship but also like the way that people are like it's about war and and it's like is it because is it is it about war or is it about an angst is it just like angst and no fluff Mm -hmm. you know that kind of is what it is i feel like it has sort of like the same vibes as uh the catcher in the rye in some ways and like it's it's it can be marketed as this like deep novel about like 
the struggles of young adulthood and like this modern classic and such and then at the same time like it's it's tech it's basically a young adult novel and it's about the angst of young adulthood in a way that is like right <laughs> or it's you know like, it's a young adult novel like an english teacher would describe it as like this deep look at the impact of war on youth and like the way that like innocence and childhood is stripped away and then it's like you go to the actual book and it's like he's sitting by a pond with ducks going where do the ducks go in the winter and like asking the taxi driver about where the ducks go in the winter and telling a prostitute that he does not want to have sex with her and i've read that book a lot of times wow i didn't realize there was a prostitute in there yeah, well, I mean, he doesn't, like, do anything with her, so. I just don't remember that scene at all. Um, yeah, we should probably I analyze also... the lyrics. Okay, never mind. I'll stop talking about that this book. This is not the separate piece spectacular. <laughs> That's coming later. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. I mean, I have a copy of a separate piece behind me. I, I have could one access to my left. it so easily right now. Yeah, there it is by the Scarlet Letter. I could get it right now. Let's not. Let's, okay. Let's, okay. Let's not. Continue as planned. All right. Yes. I will read the first stanza. <clears throat> Let me remind the audience we are talking about In Like a Lion, Always Winter, by Reliant K. Here is the first yes. stanza. <laughs> it's always nice to look out the window and see those very first few flakes of snow. And later on, we can go outside and create the impression of an angel that just fell from the sky. Hmm. You know, uh, I have to say that I've never thought of a snow angel as, like, a fallen angel. Oh, I like uh, that. I really like that. <laughs> I like. I just like the imagery of, like, a fallen angel, but by that I mean, like, I like the image of, like, an angel literally plummeting to the earth. Like, mm -hmm. not- I mean, I yeah. like the metaphorical- things too but i just for some reason i think it, it's probably other conversations i've had that make that comedic to me like mm -hmm. i don't know i, think I don't know. also have you watched good omens no is that a show i should watch yeah if you have amazon wait you're recommending shows to me now <laughs> <laughs> apparently well you it's about angel it's about angels and demons um okay okay and uh mads likes it too so okay yeah i mean you know yeah that's, based that's a good on the side game and book and they're coming out with a second season in like 2022 or something and that's very exciting because the book the like canon of the book is finished after the first season but then they're like adding more content and like anyway does mads like doesn't mads also watch telenovelas I don't know, probably. Okay. Anyway, I think that this is a very literal situation. Somebody is looking at- or somebody is saying that it's nice to see the snow when, when it does mm -hmm. fall. Yeah. Um, I also cannot stop thinking about a separate piece, so I think we should read the next part so that I don't derail. Yeah. Um, when February rolls around, I'll roll my eyes. Turn a cold sh shoulder to these- even colder skies and by the fire my heart it heaves a sigh for the green grass waiting on the other side okay um okay i just i have okay sorry can i ask a question yeah do you think 
that it's a problem that a lot of our relationship, well, not actually a lot of our relationship, but that a lot of our conversations end up revolving around stuff that happened in ninth and 10th grade English class. Is that bad? Doesn't Mm. it feel like, you know, like for a while it was the Odyssey and then it was Les Mis and now it's, we're talking about a separate piece. And I, and for me was definitely a senior year thing. Okay, well, it was um, not for me, but obviously. But, but well, okay, but the lame is, and then also, like, we talked about religious undertones. I mean, are we too stuck in high school, I think is my question. Mm. Is it bad that our relationship often, well, not, I would not say our relationship in general. I think we have other things to do and talk about. But when we podcast, we kind of, like, go back and we talk about these mm-hmm. core things that got cemented in English yeah. class. Like, I think, where I does think that it- come from? <laughs> I think it has to do with, um, like, our relationship, friendship, as, like, um, that where we were, like, consistently sharing the same space was ninth and 10th grade, basically. Because um, then you were gone half a junior year, and then we were in different schools, and then we were, like, in different parts of the country and then Hmm. covid and then different parts of the country and next year different countries um so i think i think that like the i find um that like like the the things that i physically do together with people are more likely to be topics of conversation that i have with people do you think potentially that it's also like when we get into analysis mode we just think about english class in high school that's also a possibility um i've got to i've got to ask should we form some kind of viewing podcast listening or book club so that we can share experiences Mm. well we did have that one episode about the bright sessions so. That was good. I mean, I don't know if anyone else thought it was good. You know, I've, I've been wondering if I should reread A Tale of Two Cities, but I don't think I will. Yeah, I sometimes have that thought as well. Because I don't think I absorbed most of it. Because I, I liked that book, but also it's like such a long, thick book. And I don't think I have the time to sit down and or the like the the attention span I think is really what it comes down to to sit down and read a tale of two cities. Yeah, I I just a lot of it went through me. Like I was not really engaged with it most of the mm-hmm. time, un- except for obsessing over how sad Cindy Carton was. Anyway, and you liked the musical in well, a like, kind of <laughs> ironic way. In a yes, in an ironic way. <laughs> to to be very clear, also um what (laughs) also february rolls around and i roll my eyes yes i think it's interesting it's like uh, is is heaves a sigh kind of like a disappointed sigh or oh by the way we're analyzing the song again um is heaves a sigh here like uh (laughs) some kind of disappointment or is it like oh i'm longing for the grass hmm. i i think the what i'm getting from this is like 
the begin the first stanza is like oh the the winter it's so wonderful i i love the winter i love thinking about looking out the window at the win- winter and then um the second one is like yeah well when february comes like winter has been happening for a while and now i'm like i just just wanted to get to spring already um hmm. and I, it's yeah. like i think of i like you idealize winter but then like it's not actually it's great maybe once it's yeah. been winter for a while for this yeah. person at least it starts to drag on a little bit yeah okay i also I, w- I also like um the you know you have like the grass is always greener on the other side i like how that ties in with these lyrics for the green grass waiting mm. on the other side yeah interesting okay i'm gonna read the chorus so mm. we gotta move along i'm realizing we're yeah. having an interesting episode um it's always yeah. okay. Sorry. Uh, it's always winter, but never Christmas. It seems this curse just can't be lifted. Yet, in the midst of all this ice and snow, our hearts stay warm because they are filled with hope. <laughs> wow, that was really cliche. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like how. I like how um, this song like, the first. The first two stanzas, if you just took those by themselves, it sounds like it'll be like kind of a, a sort of like emotional type of song. And then, I mean, it, not that hope isn't emotional, but like emotional in a more negative way. Um, and then it's like, let's remember this is on a Christmas album and we want to be hopeful and happy because it's Christmas. But also, we're also saying it's never Christmas. So, like. <laughs> I think it reminds me of Narnia. Uh-huh. Because don't they have, like, a curse? Wait, it reminds me of Frozen. I mean, I think Narnia Narnia is accurate because they're, they have, like, it doesn't, the, like, the, I, I have, I have not read Narnia. <laughs> um, I think the, okay. like, the white queen or the winter queen, the one, the one that tricks the Edmund or whatever with Turkish Delight evil lady um i think she has she like has cursed everything to be winter all the time um but i'm i'm not sure about that i think that's accurate but frozen is a little bit different because it's not a curse it happens in summer but it's just they debate whether or not the reason elsa has ice powers whether or not that's from a curse Mm, that's true but they do decide that it's not a curse that she was born that way yeah. Have you seen Frozen 2? I have seen Frozen 2. That's good. I I I'm glad that you have that background. I I wonder though because because when it says our hearts stay warm cuz they're filled with hope, I mean that sounds pretty frozen. Like that does sound you like know, the the love love will save it and cure the frozen heart and yeah. 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 And I think, I too, I too, I think that part of it is, like, ex- example could be, like, Anna is saying, if this was Anna, then mm-hmm. she could be saying, oh, like, it's nice to see the snow start to fall, but when winter's been around for a really long time, it's not so fun. And, yeah. And, like, I think, you know, also part of it could be that, like, turn a cold shoulder to these even colder skies could be like she's always locking herself away in the room she's Mm. 
she's all because remember in in let it go where she says the cold will never bother her anyway and she turns her shoulder which is literally yeah. cold I, because she's I literally think- an ice princess <laughs> I, I I think this it's more likely to be from Elsa's point of view than Anna's point of view. Um like I oh, think yeah. that yeah, because you said Anna. Um I think No, you're like, right, you're right. I I see it now. Because Elsa has like when she was playing with Anna as as a child um and like the little bit of snow that was that was really nice and she like reminisces about those days but then at the same time like this this burden of her ice powers have been with her so long and like or when they get stronger like that's scary to her and she dude, I, doesn't want them dude i like i i i have i actually part of the idea here too could be two things one always winter as in it's always winter for her it's yes. It's it's yeah. not a happy, warm celebration for her. She's just like this. She she's uh, it's very cold and, all the time. And Christmas would be the joy of like being with her sister, right? And it's like and it's always winter. It's always sad, but it's never like this celebration with your family. With your you know, yeah, because her sister. family is dead. Like her yeah. Uh, sorry slash been... like yeah. not allowed to, or she like locks herself up from her family. But I would also say part of this that kind of ties in as well is the idea of in like a lion because the way she shuts herself in for hibernation almost. Mm, like, yeah. I-, I was wondering like what we were going to like what what we could c- how we could consider the title. And I was, and I do think that maybe this could be a way to consider the title. <laughs> um, Who just read? You, I just read. Um, you just read. Uh, it'd be so nice to look out the window and see the leaves on the trees begin to show. The birds will congregate and sing a song of birth, a song of newer things. It seems for, I mean, it'd be so nice is like a hypothetical, so. Yeah, yeah, it would be conditional. It would be nice. Um, and I also like, okay, I like the idea of like the birds singing because that's very cliche princess. And it's almost mm-hmm. like she's, you know, she's a princess. So it's almost like she's like, Elsa's like, I just want to be like all the other girls, but I'm yeah. not. I'm not She'd like other like, girls. <laughs> like I'm, I'm reading all these stories about like Snow White and Sleeping Beauty, and they all like have these flocks of animals that sing with them, and this gives me very much Enchanted vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, where it's sort of, like it, it is. She's like a Disney princess, but it's absolutely a parody of a Disney princess. Mm-hmm. That's um, a great movie. That it that's it is a, a wonderful a, movie. I I recommend that one. Um, more recommendations. Yeah, this is just a recommendation episode, isn't it? Um, Read a separate piece, everyone, so we can have our we can have our fun. <laughs> you gotta read a separate piece, and you know, yeah, mostly that. <laughs> um, okay enchanted um, birds yes uh birds and like this this like she she longs for a day when she doesn't have to worry about like having to be cold and winter and mm-hmm. like like the the harm and the the like uh like the danger that that comes with winter and being cold yeah i think i think too that it's like it's like she 
she's never had that. I mean, she can't even really go outside. And so, like, there's the whole looking out the window thing, right? But the, the idea of, like, a song of birth, a song of newer things, the of, of, like, something to change from what's been happening. Because it's, like, mm-hmm. always, every day is the same for her. Um, and not in, like, a nice way, like, in a, like, being isolated way. Um, and, and I, and I like, too, the, the idea of the imagery or, I guess, the, the concept of, like, congregating. Like, she wants, she wants to not, I mean, wow, Elsa really lived, like, COVID was happening for a really long time. <laughs> um, but, you know, yeah. like, like, wanting to have a group gathering, um, mm-hmm. and sing, you know, that, that can be a dangerous activity. Yeah. Um. I will. I will read. Yeah, the next- and also oh. I think song is interesting because, um, in the song "Do You Want to Build a Snowman," we see that Anna is constantly singing at Elsa, um, slash to Elsa, and Elsa like doesn't engage in this song. Um, Wait, does Elsa so not she- sing? I- no, I don't think so. Cause, cause, yeah, cause she doesn't sing because Anna is always like, "Okay, bye," when Elsa doesn't answer, and then they're sitting against the door with their backs to the door, and it's all sad. Oh yeah, that yes. Yeah, it's been a while. I, I, and she, she like wants to sing, and like have this like moment of song, but um, yeah, I think the first time she sings is in the first time for the first time in forever. She sings a quote that will eventually be in "Let It Go." Which is like saying conceal, don't feel. Yeah, con- say or she yeah. says like don't let them in. You know, it's very like yeah. I need to be, I need to keep everything close to myself. I can't. Yeah, I can't and let she, anything out. She's not. She's not singing <laughs> to or with anybody else. But it's very much like an isolated, in an isolated way compared to let it go, where she's like you know freeing herself. Um, but like you see in that song, you see Anna like singing with other people and like going around the town like she's so happy that she's free and for Elsa it's like exactly the opposite she's um like still locked in herself and like even though she's like gonna be in public she's still very much like internalized Mm -hmm. I guess can I can I read the next part yes I think it's I think there's not very much left but anyway The wind would calm and the sun would shine. I'd go outside and I'd squint my eyes. But for now, I will simply just withdraw. Sit here and wish for this world to thaw. I mean... Right. I mean, this is exactly what... Like, like she literally is like, I'm just (laughs) going to go up to a mountain, I'm going to withdraw, and I'm just going to sit and wait for it to thaw because I have no idea what to do. I have no idea how to fix this mess. She's scared. She's like, I want to go play in the sun, but I have to conceal, don't feel, don't let them know. And that's... Mm -hmm. That's what happens. When also, she also and that song she does say like I'm I'm going to just like be who I am and like y- you're going to have to deal with it because like I accidentally froze the whole world. <laughs> but um yeah. Like she does she I think the withdrawing and the thawing and waiting for the th- thaw Well, but it can be withdrawing in in multiple ways. I I honestly yeah. in some ways I think the withdrawal would refer probably more to the way she I mean, I get that it was kind of it was kind of her parents' fault for isolating her to yeah. begin with. But the- like she trained herself to withdraw, right? Mm-hmm. And so she did in the castle and that made I I honestly I think that her creating her own ice castle on the hill and everything or like the mountain was is in while it's withdrawing in some ways, and and it definitely is isolative behavior. I do think part of or isolating, like she's self isolating, but I do think part of it 
is almost like this freedom. Like it's it's yeah. it's withdrawing to say like the it's world- a physical withdrawal, but she's not she's no longer withdrawing from who she is. Right. She's basically saying um, like I I would love to know how to be under control and go out and experience this warm sunshine and all this, blah, blah, blah. But I can't do that. So for now, I'm just going to let it all out and the world's not going to look like that. And I need to go be alone for this uh, situation, which I mean, because mm-hmm. that's what happens in the film. And it's what they're saying here, too. Like wishing the world would thaw, but it's still always going to be winter. Mm-hmm. Um, this, the next one is the chorus again. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, I'll read the next verse. Um, it says, and everything, it changed overnight. This dying world, you brought it back to life. And deep inside, I felt things shifting. Everything was melting away. Oh, away. And you gave us the most beautiful of days. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> It's. I mean, it. 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 It's. It just. It screams that last scene to me. Yeah. When. When. When they all reconcile and there's in their sisterly yeah. love and yeah, their and sisterly just... love, you know, and she's like able to thaw everything with the power of love. Yeah, the power of love. Everyone, yeah. give it up for the power of love. I do think part of it. Uh, part of it that's interesting is she this is always kind of interesting but just i get that the love allows her to kind of take more control and like that support that shows like i accept you exactly as you are with your Mm -hmm. eyes powers and you know you are loved and 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 you you can do this and that's really good but i also wonder i wonder too with with this like why it's such an immediate one moment changes it because that does in many ways seem like the kind of thing that kind of like is ongoing like well i think she like learns that she can thaw anna through her own power or something um and then like she realizes that like she has the power to also thaw the rest of the like world that she froze um and then like it's like that that um that moment where she realizes that that's like because of of Anna's um selfless act of like going in front of Hans is 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 that is that actually what happened or is that like a fan it's like a frozen fan theory um i'm not sure i haven't watched frozen in a while but Maybe we I, should watch Frozen. So much to do. Um, we don't have to. We don't have to. But I, I recommend Frozen to anyone that has <laughs> gets the chance. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think what happens is, like, they're on the ice, and Elsa's really sad, and Hans is, like, gonna kill her, um, and then Anna's, like, really shivery. And then she's, like, standing in the middle of the ice, and she's, like, shivering. And then Kristoff is coming from one side, and then she, like, looks over, and she sees Hans about to stab on Elsa, who's, like... These are major spoilers, dude. (laughs) I'm sorry for anybody who hasn't seen Frozen. 
Um, and then then she like on a, like rushes out and like gets in the way and intercepts the sword, and then she like freezes. So then... like such good timing to freeze. Like yeah, can, like that would be a very different movie if she didn't freeze. Yeah, and her hand just got chopped off. Yeah. yeah. Oh gosh. Okay. I don't know what I'm saying, but we should just read the last little bit here. Yeah, the last bit is interesting. It just says, because it's always winter, but never Christmas. Sometimes it feels like you're not with us, but deep inside our hearts we know that you are here, and we will not lose hope. Wow, that hope. Mm -hmm. I feel like when people, like, it's hard because hope is so important, and I, I like hope i think it's great but i think it's interesting that just the word itself has is charged with such like cliche motivational like you know it's just prayers it's just like really charged with that thing that feels a little bit like oh that's i could say that a different way but it's not a bad thing at all it's 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 fine it's just interesting that every time the line ends with we will not lose hope i'm like oh (laughs) yeah Anyway, so has someone left? Is this the alternate ending where Anna dies? No, I think what's interesting here is that it changes from a singular first-person narrator to a a multiple first-person narrator, Hmm. a plural narrator of us and we. Um, And I, I think... I think... Is it their parents? (gasps) Is it their like parents? The, the U is the U is their parents. Yeah, is it plural U? Oh, are they be. saying like it's always winter? But part of it is like it's like this double. It's like we went through all this stuff, like all like a whole movie happened, and at the end of it all, we are still grieving our parents. Hmm. It could be that. I was also thinking it could be um like. Anna and the rest of the community in Arendelle is like speaking about Elsa. Um and they're like, We we want to help you and we want to support you and mm. <laughs> like like when she's up on the mountain, they're like, It feels like you abandoned us, but we know that you'll come around. Yeah, or it, it could it could even go into the ending of Frozen Two. I don't, you know, want to give spoilers for the ending of Frozen Two, but you don't want to you don't want to give spoilers for that one. <laughs> no, has, Frozen One, everybody knows. There Frozen are some 2. parallels though, like like Elsa has a glow up moment in the in both of them, but in the second one, she becomes a horse girl, and she gets uh she 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 has relations to uh some buddy in the woods that sounded like a non-disney princess film way of (laughs) saying she makes new friends (laughs) i mean she makes new friends and some people ship those friends but yes yeah or ship her and those friends but it's not it's it's a disney movie it's i mean it's it's for children so yeah anyway (laughs) i mean we don't know anyway (laughs) yeah it's it's not shown on screen that she has like any specific relationships with any of those people but she does become a horse girl on screen yeah she does ride a horse at some point i don't think 
Those are the spoilers that I will give for Frozen 2. If that helps at all. Yeah. Okay. Um, it, this song's about Frozen, even though it was written in 2007 and Frozen was, it didn't come out until It predicted Frozen. Frozen was yeah. actually inspired by this song. Mm-hmm. It was inspired it's- by the... the- the uh the story of the snow queen but then they were like this song this is this is what we got to do we got to talk about elsa's inner journey to self-acceptance and like how love and hope will thaw the world see what happened was matt Teeson, that's the singer the guy or mm-hmm. this member of reliant k also the here on az lyrics it says that his full name is matthew arnold Teeson. i didn't know his middle name was arnold that's interesting <laughs> but anyway um Matt T- what happened actually I'm not making this up is that Matt Tyson pitched this to Narnia and they said mm, you know we're going to use a different song no thank you and so then he went to Disney and he was like hey I know you're going to be developing some animated movies for a couple years here's a song I think it'll be great in your movie and Disney was like you know what, we're not going to use this in the movie because it just doesn't meet, you know, we want it to have like mm-hmm. that Disney vibe and this doesn't have that Disney vibe. But... Also, it's a Christmas song and it's like Christmas, right. Christmas album, like that would be weird, it's not a right. Christmas movie. Yeah, but but basically Disney was like, okay, but we will use the song, just not not in the way that, you know, not in the way that you want it to, to go, Matt Thiessen. And that's exactly what happened. Um, I, we have now know. been inspired by this song, and since we are not going to actually use this song, we will not pay you royalties. Yes, That's and that is it. exactly how the Frozen was pitched in the pitch pitching pitching room. I don't know. That's yeah. I don't know about that. I don't know how films work, but that is what happened. That's the actual real history that happened in 2007, and yes, yep. Absolutely. Do you want to talk about people think that that's real? Do you think anyone will think that that's real? Um. Well, according to you, nobody listens. So okay, (laughs) I think we're good. What did What did you say? We could. We should start. We could start making episodes where we just give fake information. It's all lies. Lies in the lyrics. (laughs) Lies. Oh no! Lost in the lies. Lost in the lies. Oh, that's it's terrible. Really, it's really helpful that we we went with the L alliteration if we want to become a lying podcast. Okay, so this uh, today and this so this is my so I, before we started this episode, I was talking about some content that I am currently uh, slightly obsessed with. Uh, and one of those things prompted me to discuss the sapphic flag today. Uh, so I will do that. Um, essentially, it's it's a, it's actually really there are a bunch of different versions, but I'm gonna talk about um, just I'm just gonna talk about the first version. I don't know. Should I talk about the first? Is the first version still currently in use? I know with some flags, the first version just isn't really used. Hmm. Well, the first version is also from 2015, so it's all pretty recent. Mm, yeah. Um. There are okay. There, there, there are different versions. I'll just kind of briefly discuss them. So there's like one that's like two pink stripes, two dark pink stripes. Uh, it's like three equally spaced stripes with the top and bottom dark pink, and the middle one kind of a pale whitish light pink with a 
with um some violets in the middle which is like historically a symbol of like like gay women would use mm-hmm. um and and so you know there's like there's some nice symbolism there these are all like developed within the last seven years uh geez 2015 was like seven years ago um <laughs> That's uh, that's really weird. Um, but anyway, there are lots of different versions. There's another version that's like um, a kind of a pastel five stripes that are equally spaced. I should also say these are uh, horizontal stripes for all of these. Uh, that is that goes orange, yellow, white, green, and purple, and it's very light. The thing that I like about this flag and also about like these these labelings and stuff is that like if people if people don't know like um, sapphic is like a term that's kind of coming back into use. It just means the, in the broadest sense, it is people that identify w- with it are most broadly people that are that have some form of queer or non heterosexual attraction toward women. So like women that love women or non binary people that love women, just not straight attraction to women. That's kind of like the most broad. Mm-hmm. That's like the most broad. That's a good in- way to describe like, it. Yeah, yeah, like the most broad, like inclusive label, which is also kind of why, like it, it is inclusive in a lot of ways, is because like a lot of the time people, um, a lot of the time I think the word, I mean, this word too has that association, but it's sort of changing now. Like the word lesbian has some stronger. There's also some stronger associations as well that are like lesbian is more exclusive. This is not necessarily true, but there are there there is like a history of lesbian being used as more exclusive for people that are exclusively attractive to women whereas mm-hmm. like sapphic can encompass like bi people and pan people yeah and queer i people. think also it's it um it allows for like attraction to like feminine presenting people mm-hmm. not just exclusively like people who identify as women mm-hmm like people like people that feel aligned to feminine to like and, and self-identify yeah. or feel connected to uh, like w- women aligned things or female or femininity mm-hmm. things like this um it's 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 a nice thing uh it's and it's also way more inclusive than like the person that created the lesbian the original lesbian flag which is like trans has like a transphobic thing yeah. in the history of it so yeah i just want to talk about it cuz it's good it's also uh i again i was it's a nice flag and i was also thinking about how i was am currently obsessed with a certain particular tv show about i mean you might as well plug it we've plugged a bunch of other stuff it's called dickinson it's wonderful most of you listening if if you're out there um you probably know me and you probably have heard me talk about it but it's a very good show and also i really enjoy the creator uh, elena smith and like all of the things that she has to say and i just want uh i just want to hear her talk about how she does writing because that's really cool um yeah have you read radio silence uh i I, actually i uh had one of my friends read it to me again we should maybe do that (laughs) like i don't know if you'd ever want to do that but i think it's fun i like reading to like reading to friends and having them read to you, mm-hmm. but yeah, one of my friends did actually read Radio Silence to me. It's really good. I liked it. Also, I just really like Alice Oseman. Yeah, I liked I liked um, some parts of it, and I was like less fond of other parts of it. But every time we um, 
say uh like ah what what listeners i i'm just reminded of of uh radio silence's opening lines of like is anybody listening i forget exactly the line but (laughs) it's a good it's it's good it's like are you there is anybody listening whatever i have i have one thing to say um about something and then i forgot and i can't remember never mind (laughs) sorry Silence, radio silence. Oh, yeah. I'll talk about knitting and then if you remember your thing. Okay. Um, I think that, yeah. Um, over Thanksgiving break, um, I actually had a sale on Etsy, which was exciting. Um, I got to make a cat scarf for a lady in Rhode Island. Um, it was exciting because it wasn't even somebody I knew. Dude, um, that's great. Yeah, it was the only one, but it on was still exciting. On that note, I seriously need to buy a hat from you this winter. Yes. Uh yeah, we can we can do that whenever we see each other in person. Um and then the second news is that um <coughs> my sister insisted that I make striped cat scarves for our cats. Um, so I did that because I was like, I don't have anything better to do. So I made, I made cat scarves while, um, watching the Great British Bake Off. Um, you know, just got to plug That's such a, like, that's such a specific energy happening. Yeah. (laughs) Did Um, they make them, did you make them Christmas themed? Yes. The, the one for Carl, my, um, uh, gray cat is, um, red and white striped. And the one for Lenny, my, um, orange cat is um red and green striped and they're very cute yeah red and white probably looks good on the gray i uh are they which one's the big one are they both big lenny is lenny is the big one okay um i mean carl is not like so large (laughs) carl's not a small cat by any measure but um Lenny, Lenny's almost eighteen pounds. So <laughs> every time I, every time I see your cats, I'm just always, I'm always surprised by how large they are. <laughs> yeah, I mean Lenny is Lenny is large. Carl just, is is. It's just like I really large. I have such limited experiences with cats. I know I've said this so many times, but I always just imagine that cats are smaller than dogs, and it's weird for my brain to see a cat that's bigger than a dog. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't know anything about cats. Don't please don't judge that. <laughs> um I'm glad that they have scarves. That's wonderful. Um Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Did you think of the thing that you forgot? Oh, not at all. <laughs> I don't know. My bad. Okay. But we should read a separate piece. Mm-hmm. If you want, I like I like that idea in theory, and then when I think of actually sitting down and reading a separate piece, <laughs> well, we wouldn't have to just we didn't we didn't have, we wouldn't blah, 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 sorry we would not just read it we would read well, specific passages and analyze no, I, them. I understand that, but it's been so long since I read it, I would feel like I have to read it to remember like all the details. So I could reference other parts of the text. We can like um, cliff notes it though. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I could read the schmoop. 
Schmoop. Yeah. Anywho, I think we should wrap up. Yes. It's been good. It's it's nice to, to pod again after so good long. Pod. Yeah. Okay, so today we got lost in the lyrics of In Like a Lion, Always Winter, and we learned that it's about Frozen and Frozen 2, depending. Maybe a little bit. Maybe. End. Yeah. Uh, thank you to Matt Deason for writing it into, uh, what's their name? Reliant K? Yeah. Uh, Reliant K for, for singing it and, and such. This podcast was edited and produced by Claire and Elliot. The opening and closing music is by Elliot, and I have been making the things on Instagram. If you have any questions or you would like to suggest a song for us to analyze in the future, then you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at LITLpod or email us at lostinthelyrics.com. No. Lost. No. Whoa, I've never messed up the email. Sorry. Okay. Lostinthelyrics.pod at gmail.com. Thank you to all of our listeners for your support and enthusiasm. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the pod and that you join us next time to get Lost in the Lyrics. Oh, I forgot to say that. <laughs> Did you pause Lost it? Lost in the lyrics. What? Did you pause it? No. I okay, didn't pause anything. I just okay. didn't say Lost in let's the lyrics. Say- Lost, Lost in the lyrics. lyrics. Have an handy day!